we're back. Second episode of the Creepies. I almost said the Crossfade podcast. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good too. We should probably introduce ourselves first. I, my name's Steven. I hate scary movies. My name's Brenda. I love scary movies. And we're back with our second episode of The Creepies, the the podcast where we talk about scary movies and all just all the shit that happens we in them. I guess. know what we're doing, guys. We're just just fucking. <laughs> let us let us fuck off. Listen, you're gonna judge us. It's a podcast. We're gonna talk. This is just because you and me we haven't spoken in 35 years, and we were like, years. "Hey, this court mandated that we have to speak," so we were like, "Might as well make a podcast out of it." Okay, this... so oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to just dive right into it? This week, drum roll, please. Oh my god, we never even said the movie. We're doing Scream. You know, I haven't seen this movie like in the longest time. Like when really? I watched it, I watched it uh, like it was me watching it for the first time. Like there was so much shit that I forgot happened. I try to watch it like that too, but I've watched this movie. I've watched this movie every day in high school for a whole year straight. You were reciting it the other yeah. day or right now when you were watching it for the podcast which I, by the way fuck you i got home from work yesterday <laughs> at like 5 30 in the morning and i was like you know what i'm just gonna wake up at like two o'clock and then i'll watch like the movie and then we'll record or whatever <laughs> and then i was like no i want to be prepared and on time and i want to like have my shit together because this is a this is a business that we're running here so i stayed up till like 7 30 watching this fucking movie and then you get here and you're like i haven't finished the movie well, technically, I've watched this movie True, already, I, I guess. but I was tired last night. I know, me too. And I even left work early so that I could come home and watch it. Anyways, what I was saying is that I've watched this movie for a year straight in my teens, uh-huh. and it is engraved into my head. Yeah? I can recite almost every single fucking line, word for word. I believe it. And I used to watch it to go to sleep, so now when I watch it... The audio, like everything, is uh-huh. like soothing to me. Yeah, like it makes you want to go to sleep. It doesn't make me want to go to sleep, but like it's so familiar. I like like this that it's actually, your safe space. This it, movie is your safe my, space. This movie is my safe space. This movie is my uh my dog. My <laughs> your the, dog. the dog that you get like registered to. Oh, like you're like a like an emotional support. <laughs> this movie animal. is my emotional support dog. I'm like that, but with Kangaroo Jack and like oh Easy A God. and shit like that. Not Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> when are we doing Kangaroo? That counts never. as a horror movie. It's a talking oh fucking kangaroo. God. We're never doing Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so how are you doing before we get started? You already asked me <laughs> Did that. I? Oh, well, you say you're doing good, I am assuming? <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyways, Scream, 1996 or whatever. When did you first see this movie? I don't even Mom remember. and dad took you to go see it when you were <laughs> three years old? I don't remember. It came out in 96? I think so. so. Around that time. The 90s. Well, I was three, so uh-huh. I don't know. I don't remember the first time seeing it either. I literally just wrote, don't even remember. But this movie is one that we've watched so much. Yeah, and... I, don't, I don't remember when I saw it the first time, but I know that I have watched it every single day of my life for the rest of my life. Yeah, this is one of those movies like Halloween and It and all those other ones that we just watched all the time. Yeah. We had like the VHS of it. I remember we had this one and like Scream 4 or some shit. Like we only had one and four. 
I don't know if mom and dad were just like, dude, I hate two and three. They're not canon <laughs> We had for H2O. Me. Yeah, we did. That was a good one. Anyways, so how do you- Wait, f- that's- Oh, I'm- That's Michael <laughs> Myers. That's not even- Oh, I thought you were just like saying it aside. Like it just- Oh, hey, all, we also had- movies at this point. I was going to be like, yeah? We had I, a lot of movies. This movie has a really special place in my heart. Yeah? I love this movie. You, I didn't know that you watched it every year for a, a year. Every, Every year for a year. for a year. Yeah, I did. That This one and uh, the year after I graduated high school, I watched Silence of the Lambs every day for a year. This one, see, this one makes sense to me because it's kind of like a campy, like funny, scary movie. I don't know how you just watch Silence of the Lambs every day <laughs> for a year. It's a good movie. Yeah, but that doesn't that like, one's fuck also you soothing. up psychologically. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that movie that I love watching. Any movie where it like... Come gets thrown on someone's face is not a soothing movie. <laughs> True. Uh, I can, I really like this movie because you could tell that the, who, the people who made this movie were big fans of like just movies in general, but more specifically scary movies. I feel like we're not going to do this movie justice just because of how many. There's so I've, there's I, so many. I started writing movie, down like, like the references, mm-hmm. and then I stopped just because there was like a stretch where like in one sentence they dropped like fifty. Yeah. But also from like a. Like film buff, film college student kind of type yeah. of point of view. I feel like there's so many things in this movie that are like so perfect. Yeah. That so if a if someone like that would listen to this episode, they'd be like, Yeah, yeah. You could write like a whole fucking uh, like a dissertation or whatever the hell on this. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Like we're not gonna give it any justice. We're like, yeah, I so- like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what this podcast will sound like. Yeah, so fuck you if you're like looking for it like. Smart yeah. stuff in this. Anyways, the last note that I have on this movie: the '90s seemed like a fun time to be alive, like to be a high schooler in the '90s. Yeah. Also, outfit goals. Right. Mm-hmm. It seemed Every like fucking a great outfit time. in this movie. I was like, yes. Guys and were also kind of actually no, that's not true. There was a lot of bad outfits in the in the '90s for guys. Oh, I thought you were gonna say guys were just hotter in the '90s. No. They had they all had ear piercings. Like super baggy like, like cargo pants too. Yeah. And like really oversized mm-hmm. uh like flannels. Yeah. The girls all girls outfits were always on nice. point. Yeah. Guys, eh. they were uh, all like low key raver influenced. So yeah, those are that's basically my, my how I feel about this movie. Billy, nice haircut. Neve Campbell, hot. The movie was a big fan of movies, which is also which is always like a fun thing in a movie. And the '90s seemed like a great time to be alive. Hit us with a synopsis, big boy. <laughs> Don't you ever call me big boy ever again. Okay, Scream. You were right. 1996. Nice. Directed by Wes Craven. Written by Kevin Williamson. Of the Williamson. I don't know either of those two dudes. You know who Wes Craven is. My apologies is. to that man. I don't I don't know this man. <laughs> okay. A year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of a straight to the point. Yeah. And then what happens? What? I didn't watch the movie. Nice, quick, to the point. I like it. I did, uh, next time, can you make it at least 30 minutes longer, though, for the next movie? The synopsis? Yeah, and be like, uh, and then, and then this, and then, oh, wait. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I left this part. <laughs> I just know. told the whole movie. <laughs> okay, so, uh, let's just slide right into top five scenes. Um, 
I only have four for this movie. I feel like like this movie had like a lot of good moments, but not like scenes overall. Does that make sense? The whole entire movie is my favorite scene. Yeah. Okay. The whole entire. Okay. Favorite lines. Moving right along. Just kidding. Did you did you actually not write down scenes? I did. I did. I do have top five scenes. All right. One, which is technically not a scene, is just the intro. I wrote the intro too. Le- legendary. Just the the scream, like you hearing her scream. Oh. Actually, I don't know if it's Drew Barrymore screaming, but. The intro, the title flashes, scream. So you're talking about like just the completely the, the very intro, like literally the the title yeah. scene where oh okay the it, I think it's I forgot what production company, but it's like it says a production company, and it has the then the word scream comes down yeah, and then you hear her scream. Oh okay yeah that doesn't count as a scene so disqualified next. Just kidding. I wrote the just the whole introduction scene, like all of Drew Barrymore's part in the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what that's top scene too. Yeah. Okay. I also uh, had a hard time because I I like picked like the death scenes for the death scene category. Uh huh. So I couldn't throw them in well, top five regard- scenes. Taking her death out of it because that is like a top five death scene. Just the whole scene. Yeah, like, like the, the whole... popcorn in the background acting as like a timer. Yeah. You know? I was rewatching when I was rewatching it. I don't remember. Is there like a did I miss it? Like, is there like does the fire alarm go off ever, or does when she runs into the the kitchen is the popcorn just already on fire? I don't remember actually. Because I remember thinking too, like, oh, this is like a cool like, oh, put the popcorn on, and then all this shit is gonna happen. Oh, in the that's time what I was takes. saying. Is that the popcorn is kind of like acting as like a timer? It yeah. starts off just like ticking. It's just you know yeah. popping, and then by the end when her parents run in. It's like full on blown fire. on fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I I I like that. I, I like the whole like I don't think the alarm goes off, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like her mom runs into the kitchen to grab the popcorn off the stove and throw it into the sink and I feel like you can hear a, a beeping or something. Yeah. I'm I don't know. Sure. I don't remember. But I that whole scene is awesome cuz it's like the has anyone ever was this like the first time that someone talked to like the killer on the phone kind of thing like no I the think, calls coming from within the house type scenario no i think i'm pretty sure there was like a movie in the 70s oh okay like a babysitter in the house calling. well then i think that makes it even better though because then it's like oh it's like a meta commentary on like all these other scary movies mm-hmm. but then like the person on the phone is talking about yeah. scary movies well, and also, like like they do it in such a way that like it you feel like it could happen to you like, yeah First they call, she's a teenager, they're kind of like flirting with her and she's like, this is, this has to be someone I know. Yeah. And then, then immediately it gets fucking scary and she realizes that it's like. Yeah, I wrote that down. The second where, where she's like, why do you want to know my name? And then they're like, cause I want to know who I'm looking at. I was like, Uh oh, cause that shit was, I forgot that he says that. I want to know who I'm talking to. Yeah, the that's second not what you said. The second that he The that, second he says that is when she realizes like what wait, that's what when the I fuck? Realized, this is weird. I mean I know the movie's called Scream and shit, but that's when I was like, Oh fuck, something's about to happen. I forgot that, that like he said that and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh just the fact that her her boyfriend dies because she says the wrong killer in, in the like Friday the thirteenth. They were gonna movie. kill him regardless. Yeah, the the, the whole shit the popcorn on fire is just a You tricked me. A great way to open up a movie and then i forgot that they like have her hung up on a tree with like her guts hanging out and stuff that's a legendary shot uh next scene that you have i'm not done talking about that scene oh, okay i like when he tells her 
uh, what does he say? He says, uh, he says something like, to see what your insides look like. Oh, yeah. What yeah, is he yeah, saying yeah. that to I forgot again? the exact quote, but I also wrote down, I forgot another line too, when he's like, when she's going to hang up on him or whatever. Uh, you hang up on me again, I'll get you like a fish, you understand? Yeah. He has like a, she's like a 70s what, New York accent for no reason. This? And he's yeah. like, that's when he to says, see what like, your to see look what like? your insides you look like. Hang up on me, I'll get you like a fish on the stand. He's big and he plays football and he'll kick the shit out of you. I love that part too. Just like this, just I think that they just set the bar for like high school quotes, like shit that high schoolers would say in scary mm-hmm. movies. The guy, the, guy, the boyfriend, so right Steve, it kind of looks like the one of the kids in Detroit Rock City. Oh, I don't. I don't know enough. I don't, no. I've seen that movie like two or three times. It looks a lot like him. I think it's him. I was gonna look it up, but I forgot. And then you also see there's like that shot, that still kind of shot of Steve with his intestines kind of hanging out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one's pretty good. I think this is gore done right. Like it's not like mm-hmm. so in your face about it. It's like still it's, like, there. Realistic. But, yeah, it's not like I don't know. And you know what I was wondering? Why do they put Drew Barrymore in a wig? Is she in a wig? That's a wig. How do you know? It has to be. Is she? It just doesn't look like to change real. the color or like the haircut. The haircut, the haircut, and the color of the hair. Just yeah. the whole thing. It doesn't look natural. Do you think that's like? And a... I was wondering why they. I'm, I was trying to think what was her natural hair color at the time. Uh huh. Because I know that they had um, Rose McGowan, the girl that plays. Yeah. Neve's best friend. They had her dye her hair blonde for the movie because she was originally brunette. Right, and, and like the, the hot best friend has mm-hmm. to be like blonde and stuff. They just don't want them both to have the same hair color. Oh, that's but another rule. I was like wondering why they would make her dye her hair or put on a wig. I don't know. I didn't even notice that it was a wig. It's a wig. Oh. Drew Barrymore confused the shit out of me when I was a kid because I had no common sense. And I remember one day we watched Charlie's Angels Full Throttle and then we watched E.T. right after that, like just at home on VHS or whatever. And you're a fucking dumbass. In my stupid little kid head, I was like, how the fuck did they record E.T. with her as a baby? And then they recorded. uh, You are a dumbass. Charlie's Angels, like (laughs) immediately afterwards. Like what kind of technology is out there where you just grow a child this fast? I had no conception that like oh, this movie was released when she was a kid. And then this one was released when she was an adult. So every time I see Drew Barrymore, I think of that like moment of realization where I was like, Oh, cinema cinema has been a thing for like a hundred years, so I probably should have fucking known. I'm so ashamed of you right now. I was a fucking idiot as a child. Anyways, I didn't know she had a wig on. I thought that was just her. I think it's a wig. It looks like a wig. Okay. Was she big enough? Sorry. Was she big enough like as an actress where it was like, why is she only in like this intro of of this Scream movie? She originally was cast as um, Sydney. Oh, really? And then she decided to take that role. Oh. No, cool. she was already. She, her father and grandfather were both. Yeah, that's actors. why. That's she why was I an was, ET as a kid. She was already like established. That's why when I see, like I saw that scene, I was like, that, that, that she, she seems just to be like overcast in this part. Like she's just way overqualified for this. But only she could have made that intro scene that yeah, fucking you're legendary. Right. Yeah, because it was like believable too and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like cheesy. It was yeah. like cheesy because it wanted it to be, but not cheesy like in a bad way. Yeah. Oh, another one of my favorite scenes. Since this whole movie is like technically my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes is when, uh, after after Sydney almost gets killed at her house after she wakes up, and the ghost face killer is there trying to kill her, and then she goes into school, and um, 
This is after they thought it was Billy, after Billy got put in jail for the night. Yeah. And she runs into Billy in high school. And they're like having that conversation. He's like, you still think it was me or whatever. And they're just like having an argument. I love that scene because there's so many really good lines. She's like, there's this one part where she's like, Billy, I'm sorry if my traumatized life is an inconvenience to you and your perfect existence. And he's like, (laughs) what? Nobody said that. I love that. Yeah, that was like, like, isn't he supposed to be like the bad boy with like the tortured home life? Like, I just like how confused he is. He's like, <laughs> what? My fucking mom Nobody left us. Who, when was my life perfect? I didn't and write. Then, oh, she's sorry. like, is your brain le- leaking? My my yeah. mom was killed. <laughs> and then she's like, which was the second? Really, I was attacked and nearly filleted last night. Like, that was the so second. So many good lines in that argument. That was the second leaking brain leaking line within like two minutes because um rose mcgowan's character also tells uh matthew lillard like is your brain leaking because he says some like shit about the killer brain leaking she says like like she like taps him on the head with her lollipop and she's like she doesn't say brain leak because i heard brain leak. oh yeah yeah yeah. she says yeah like does she say brain leak i'm pretty sure she says brain leak because i remember thinking like wow two two like leaking brain yeah was that a thing in the 90s like i just like how she's like is, is your brain leaking? My, my mom was killed. <laughs> yeah. So super serious, but is your brain leaking? Yeah, like such teenage verbiage, but like going through some real yeah. shit. Yeah. Which also, now that I think about it, do you remember that song, I Don't Want to Know by Mario Winnins? No. The one that's like, if you're playing me, okay. keep it. Okay, how There's do a... you fucking know who sang that song? <laughs> how do you, you not? You said his name like <laughs> if everyone knew who that is. Mario Winnins, the three-time fucking i don't know anyways waylands winnings i think oh but um there's a part in it where he says there must be something leaking in your mind so is that just like a 90s thing like a brain brain leaks, leaks? yeah there was a case of brain leaks that were reported that was going around across the, the nation that's the real scary movie i didn't write any of the actual quotes from that scene but basically i wrote down in favorite lines that he was like Dude, it's been a year since your mom died. Can we fuck now? Yeah, like he's, he's pretty much telling her, like, okay, happened yeah, a year ago. We get it. What is the expiration date on your fucking yeah, grief? Like, you know, two years ago we were hot and heavy, and then yeah, I wrote that down as a favorite. Yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to okay, favorite lines. Okay. All right, I have like a million favorite lines. This Me whole too. Movie's a, a so favorite line. my fa- my second favorite scene is the uh, the video guy rental guy. I forgot his name. Explaining. Jamie. Jamie explaining uh-huh. the rules of I wrote that down too. The okay, horror cool. movie rules to yeah, survive. The you can never have sex and then everyone like boos him. You can never have sex and then uh fucking Stu's like, I'm a dead man. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool that that's happening as Sid is having sex too. So it's uh-huh. like from like the viewer's perspective, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh shit, like is, yeah. does that mean she's gonna get it? Mm-hmm. Um you can never drink or do drugs. That's second rule. And everyone was like, yeah, like with their beer. And then uh, you can never say, I'll be right back. And Stu is like, You want a beer? Yeah. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Dude. Yeah, I'll see you in the kitchen with a knife, which is foreshadowing. Stu is just throwing 100 mile per hour fastballs this entire movie. He's fucking amazing. He's my favorite character in this whole movie. Me too. Okay, so what's your next top scene? Um. Was that it? I think that's all I had written <laughs> okay. down. Okay. I, I had... mean, top scene is also the very ending. Yeah. When they're explaining the motive and uh, pretty much you find out who the ghost uh-huh. face killers are. Okay. You find out that there's more than one, that Bef- whole thing. Yeah. Before we get to that, the last one that I had before that, because that's my last one too, 
is uh, the Monica yeeting Kenny off of the top of her van. <laughs> where she's just like, oh, sorry, Kenny, but get the fuck off my windshield. And then you're just immediately crashing into a tree. Like, there was a ravine, a ravine that came out of nowhere. Always got to be a ravine. And then, yeah, the last one that I had is uh, is when Neve. <laughs> Wait, hold on. When she, he, you think she dies when she crashes the van. Yeah. And then um, at the very end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's his face billy's telling Stu, like i thought you said she was dead he's like she looks dead man she still, still does, does. <laughs> <laughs> so that scene it i just put the start of it at like when sid um gets the gun and like like she she has the gun or whatever and then billy i mean Stu and um and jamie come out of nowhere and that's the first time because when i was watching this movie it was like i was watching it for the first time i forgot everything that happened in it mm-hmm. and so when they both come at her like, he, no, he's crazy. No, he's crazy. I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot who the crazy one was. Oh, really? That's yeah. how long you haven't... That's yeah, like, I forgot okay. I forgot that um, that Shaggy is, like, the bad guy in this uh-huh. movie. But, um... And I thought Jamie was the bad guy, like, the whole time. I yeah, was like... Yeah, because the whole movie, they do make it look like he's a bad guy. Like, when uh, Billy and Sydney go upstairs to have sex, and, yeah. and then it, he says to Stu, I'm gonna go check on them. And then yeah. he cuts the scene. So it, like, implies that, like, later when... Billy gets stabbed upstairs by Ghostface. It yeah. makes it look like it was Jamie that changed into the Ghostface. Oh, I didn't costume. even catch that. That does make sense. Plus, mm-hmm. plus, like just like all of his horror movie knowledge yeah. and like his obsession. I with like horror the movies. scene in when he's in the video store and he's like, "You're telling me that's not a killer." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Like if everyone's calling you a killer, maybe the the best thing to do is not to like come up mm-hmm. to come up if to someone and threaten them. If you the only suspect in a senseless bloodbath, would you be standing in the horror section? Yeah, so when they both come, they when they both come at her, I was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot that there was multiple killers. Who is the actual killer?" Because I know her boyfriend definitely is the killer. Mm-hmm. You can't have that haircut and not be the bad guy in the movie. You can't be that in the nineties, uh-huh. exactly. And then, and then I forgot which of the two of them was. So I was like, "Oh fuck!" So that was really cool. And then her coming into the the house, and Billy coming down the stairs, all like bleeding and uh-huh. shit. I was like, "Okay, I know you. I know you get the gun. I've seen the gif of you like sucking on your f- blood finger." So I know you're the bad when you guy. Have, when, you, when your boyfriend wa- still wants to have sex yeah. with you on your period. <laughs> um, so that happened. And then uh, I don't remember. I, I already knew he was going to be the bad guy. So it wasn't like impactful. But do you think in the 90s when like out of nowhere he was like just looked like the sexy bad guy with the gun. If people in the movie theater were like, oh, fuck, he's actually the bad guy. Or when do you he's think like we all go a little mad sometimes. Yeah. Or do you think That's the whole the line time. That's the line where you're like, he is the killer do you think no i think in the i like to think when this movie came out in theaters they were pushing him as a bad guy so much he shows up to sydney's house right after she's attacked by ghostface the cell phone falls out of his hand he's like hot and mysterious he takes her up he shows up they just like make him look like the bad guy so so many oh he shows up to uh the house party right after tatum gets killed in the garage there's like which that shows you that he's the one that killed tatum yeah um but anyways uh, but did you think that those were like red herring no i I feel yeah i feel like they were pushing him being the bad guy so much that everyone that originally saw the theaters saw this in theaters was like it can't be him they're like trying too hard to make it seem like it's him that's what i was gonna end up being someone else so they were surprised when it was yeah after he get stabbed after they had sex yeah like oh shit it wasn't him and then when jamie and sydney are downstairs and he gets the gun from jamie or from sydney and yeah 
then he's like, you, you, it's still like, he's crazy. He, he, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then he like, that's when he says, fucking, we all go a little mad sometimes. And then everyone in the theater's like, I can't wait till we do scary movies that we actually saw in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Because then we'll be able to talk about the like in theater reactions. Like, like the boy and don't breathe and shit like that. When it was like moments where you're like, oh, fuck. Because there's some moments in don't breathe where you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways. So that all the way through until until you find out that like the motives of them and like you find out that that it is true that uh, Sid's mom was like sleeping around and she actually had a hand in breaking up uh, Billy's parents marriage, which is like was alluded to in the beginning of the movie that he had like a broken home. So I was like, oh, fuck, because I knew he was a bad guy the whole time. I didn't know why he was the bad guy. Yeah, you get the motive that Sid's mom had an affair with his dad and yeah. that's his mom left. Which is a pretty good motive, I think, if you ask yeah. me. Like, it's but not also like... in that scene, you can see that he never even told Stu that. Yeah. He, he, which, who knows what he told Stu to, like, help him. Probably, like, hey, do you want to just kill people? Yeah, like, who knows what he told pe- what he told him, but when he tells Sydney, like, here here's this for motive yeah your mom blah 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 you can see Stu's face and even Stu's like oh fuck like i didn't know that but to recruit him he was probably just like hey do you want to just kill people and immediately no he was like hey do you want to just and then Stu was like kill people yes (laughs) oh Stu, what did she say Stu, Stu, Stu. the police are on their way what are you gonna tell them he's like peer pressure yeah. I'm far too sensitive. <laughs> Which is the truth, I'm pretty sure, because they never yeah. say his motive. I think he was just like, yeah, dude, I'm down to kill people. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking crazy person. Um, but then the like the part that makes this scene just like top notch in my book is when they're stabbing each other. Like the first stab into Stu and he's like, Oh fuck, good one, man. But like you could tell he just he just fucking got stabbed, so he's hurting. I love like his I'm ready, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready, baby. Hit it. Get up. Get up, baby. Getting all psyched and then he gets stabbed. Yeah. And then he like, he's like, my turn or whatever, like eagerly mm-hmm. wanting to stab Billy. And Billy, you can see in his eyes a little, for a second, like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. This guy's got to take it too far. And he's like, don't stab me too hard or whatever. And then he does, of course, stab him too hard. And I like that they're just like stabbing each other, but getting mad at each other about it too. But it's like yeah. part of the plan. Like, so they have when, to. When Stu hits stabs billy billy's like gets all pissed and like turns his head away from yeah him. I'm like what? you knew you had you knew to. that was gonna happen <laughs> that's why, why i thought getting it, so pissed about it that's why i thought it was funny because like in movies like in like actual scary movies where people have to do that i feel like they would like the, there would be tough guys about it where they, they'd take the stab and they'd be like or whatever and yeah. then like just keep going on with their life but i like that these are high school kids and they're like fuck dude that hurt why yeah. did you stab me that hard <laughs> um and then so the, them getting mad I at feel each other. Woozy here. I wish that there was like a like a spinoff movie of that's how the movie ended. They just stabbed each other to death because like they got mad at each other. Like Billy, what if Billy yeah. was like, "Ow, that hurt. Let me get back at you." Stabs Stu. Stu's like, "Fuck," and then gets back at him, and then they just stab each other to death. And, and so that's the end of the movie. There yeah. Like, oh my god. It's boys will be boys. boys. Yeah, exactly. In a '90s voice. Yeah, that uh, transitioning into the I feel a woozy here. Why does he say it with like a WR? Like, heel? I'm feeling woozy heel. Maybe that's, maybe the actor Matthew Lillard is from like the yeah. East Coast. Or he's losing so much blood that he just like has the mental capacity of a five year old now or something. I don't know. That, 
And then Billy starts yelling at him to, like, do a bunch of shit. And he's like, I'm dying here, man. Like, just, he was not prepared for this at all. He thought it was going to be a walk in the park. And then the coup de gras, the best line in the whole fucking movie. I'll let you say it. When, when Billy gets off the phone and he places the phone down, a.k.a. throws it at the back of Stu's <laughs> body. And then what does Stu say? No. <laughs> you fucking hit me with the phone, dick! <laughs> yeah. That's the fucking best part of this whole movie. You fucking hit me with the phone, dick! After you stabbed yeah. me and shit, like you And then he picks up the phone and he's like, Did you really call the cops? And she's <laughs> like, You bet you're sorry, yes, I did. And he's like, My mom and dad. He's such a child. He's such like, he's a high school kid in this fucking yeah. movie. He's and, a like, little boy. He's yeah. like, se- you don't even know if they're seniors. Yeah. So he could be like a fucking sixteen year old. Yeah. yeah. I wanna, I wanna like download. I'm gonna for the next episode. I'm gonna make a note and then I'll like let you know because I'm gonna download the screenplay and read it and uh-huh. see if you fucking hit me with the phone dick is in it because it feels improvised in the movie. Like it feels yeah, like, like Billy, Billy's character or the actor that played Billy. Yeah, Steve just Ulrich like just kind of threw the phone at him because he was like, you know, in, in the, the moment. In the, yeah, exactly. It sounds it sounds real like that yeah. real pain like actually the line where um Stu gets killed and he's like I always had a thing for you Sid and she's like in your dreams that was ad libbed oh really uh-huh. he like which part the whole part the whole part that's fucking just cool. the just the two lines yeah mm-hmm. you fucking hit me with the phone dick next Halloween let's dress up like Stu and take turns throwing phones at each other and then we'll like put it up on the Instagram for the creepies or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the funniest, coolest, like, endings to a slasher fic or flick, right? What? Just that whole scene. Just from, like, them finding the, out there's two killers, mm-hmm. them stabbing each other. Just, like, the perfect amount of yeah, funny. Yeah, you find out that, oh, because another red herring was her dad. Yeah. They they kind of, like, kidnapped her dad, cloned his cell phone, trying to make it look like it was him doing all the killings. Yeah. And then they bring him out, and you see that they actually kidnapped him. Yeah. Which I was wondering, where were they keeping him this whole time? That whole time in her, like, fucking basement, she just never checked? Like, what was the deal with that? Well, why would she check? True, but she wasn't even at her house either, though. Remember, she was going to... Yeah, like, he left on a business trip. So, one, she wouldn't be looking for him. She'd assume he was out of town. And then, two, the day after she got attacked, she spent the night at her best friend's house yeah this all happened within like a couple of like like less two than days. two days right they, yeah or or around two days uh casey and steve get killed the next day they go to school she comes home from school she gets attacked then she spends the night the next day she goes to school the principal suspends classes they go right. they to go the to party. Uh, sue's party and yeah so it all happened in three days damn that's crazy um, there were so many red herrings that I completely forgot about the dad when they brought the dad out. Mm-hmm. Or no, when they found the dad's car, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot that he was like uh-huh. part of this movie. Yeah. Wow. Just a perfect. Uh... At the end when he like busts himself out of the closet again. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, she's shit. Like, dad. She has like <laughs> he, her like, cool forgot. hero moment where she's like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then her dad's like, I'm still tied up here, please. Uh- <laughs> also, when uh, she when she's fighting Billy, like. After she like, uh, finds out who the killers are, yeah. and they go to shoot Gail Withers because Gail came in, but the safety on the fo- on the on, the, on gun. the gun was on. 
Um, and then he's like, uh, and he's like, what? <laughs> he's just like, oh. he's like constantly <laughs> uh, pissed at Stu. Billy? There's a second before he turns yeah. around. Like, he's like, Billy? And Billy's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she like pops out of the closet and stabs him with the umbrella. Yeah. He, she, she's actually stabbing yeah, him with like, the umbrella. Yeah, like it looks like it. It's like going into yeah, his I body. Yeah, I noticed that too. Like it fucking. Like in his sternum. Either they made like a telescopic like little tip to an umbrella like they put that much effort in or she actually no i think she actually stabbed him it looks like it fucking goes no she did not actually he died he died this person died (laughs) at the end of the movie it's like rest in peace yeah (laughs) dude it looks but it does look like it fucking like like, how sharp was that in the movie universe how sharp was that tip on that umbrella to stab through his fucking body but even even if the tip was like telescoping the whole she still looks like it still like it get hurt yeah like i would not take that you know no <laughs> all right favorite lines i have like a thousand of them we already so... did like so many favorite okay lines. Do you want me to this just whole re- movie can i just read the script it'll be my favorite line <laughs> i'll just rip through like the list that i have okay um though we already said it the why do you want to know my name because i want to know who i'm looking at slash you hang up on me and i'll gut you like a fish mm-hmm. um the, you said it Classic. the a nice solid R rating on our way to an NC-17. Lately, we're just edited for television. Fucking awesome line. I hate that someone mm-hmm. else wrote that before me. And then she's like, would you settle for a PG-13 relationship? And he's like, what's that? And she's like, Flashes blam. Him. When Tatum is like, uh, Casey and Steve didn't bite it until way after 10. Because Neve Campbell's character is like worried because she's by herself and she's telling Tatum to mm-hmm. hurry up. Tatum in this whole movie is just kind of like... She's such a teenage girl about it. Yeah, she's but I like that like, she's smart. La, la. She's like smart, but like also also like a teenage girl at the mm-hmm. same time. But she's not like completely just airheaded. I'm the one that yeah. like has sex and then just dies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and then and then Sid's like, "Oh, that's comforting. Thank you for telling me." <laughs> <laughs> also, that scene where uh, Sid goes to sleep right after uh, school, like in the afternoon, and she wakes up and it's already dark out. Nighttime uh-huh. gave me seasonal depression. Like, I can feel what that feels like so much. Like, falling asleep in the afternoon and waking up and it's completely nighttime. And you, like, lost that. Like, that makes me want to kill myself. That's one of my top five, like, least favorite Most uncomfortable, like, feelings in the world. Yeah, because then you're like, is it, like, three o'clock in the morning? (laughs) Is it it tomorrow? Is it the next night I slept through an entire day's worth of of activities? Seasonal depression. I get that. Um, I was triggered. I'm steadfastly against naps, by the way, just because like I know if I take one nap, I will take a nap every day for the next. I can't 10 take years. naps. I fall asleep till the next day. The next one that I have is that. Hey, what did mom tell you? When I wear this badge, you treat you me like a man of the law. <laughs> He's my superior. The yeah. janitor's your superior. I've, th- those lines are fucking awesome. Um, I wrote down, "It's been a year since your mom died. Can we fuck already?" Which is never actually said, but that's basically the gist <laughs> of that entire what conversation. You said. I'm uh, sorry if my traumatized life is an inconvenience <laughs> to you and your perfect existence. Then I I wrote, also wrote down when the when those two girls are talking in the in oh, the bathroom. Oh, that's actually a really good like. Yeah, like she's a do- she's a little Doc Ellis, that cheerleader. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Spoiler, because I put her in the. Okay. But the other, the other one, the her, the girl that she's the talking to, boyfriend. Oh my god! Thank you. I wrote down in all caps that part because she comes out and she's like, she has her own bubble butt boyfriend, Billy. Like just <laughs> so, so many fucking bees. Bubble butt boyfriend, Billy. <laughs> you sound like fucking Penny. 
Pennywise. Pennywise. <laughs> she fucking probably was Pennywise, dude. So many bees yeah, and she hits and also, each why one of them she super low? hard. She's like super like mad at the world that like <laughs> yeah, that he has a bubble butt and he's a boyfriend and his name is Billy. Bubble boyfriend Billy. Billy. Um, what did she say when they're about to leave the the bathroom? She's like, "Bye bye." Like, where do you get this shit, Ricky Lake? Yeah, you're. And then she calls her something. Something with a B, probably. Yeah, whatever. But that uh, character is weird. Um. <laughs> Then I have, uh, why'd they let him go then? And then Jamie's like, because obviously they don't watch enough movies. This is standard horror movie uh-huh. stuff. Uh, why do you want to kill the girlfriend? Or, and then um, like, Stu asks what? him. Yeah. Everyone's a suspect. <laughs> yeah. That whole, like, I just love in these in this movie when they reference, like, scary movie tropes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yes, it's perfect. Finally, someone. Anyways, the dad's a red herring. Billy's obviously yeah. a killer. Finally, like, someone, like, talks about uh-huh. all of, like, the unspoken horror movie shit that, like, mm-hmm. this has to happen because that's just horror movie, like, law. Did I love put, that. Did he put his spleen in the, whatever, I love that line that he says. What When line? they're talking about the, ki- uh, the killings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Stu is like, the, yeah. hey, man, live her alone. Get it? Live her alone. (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't kill anyone. Nobody said you did. Thanks, man. (laughs) The next line that I have is when is when Tatum runs into the ghost face Mm -hmm. in in the in the garage, garage. and she's like, "Oh no, please don't kill me, Mister Ghost Face. I want to be in the sequel." That's fucking awesome. Another line that I have is when when Sid is like, "Why can't I be in a Meg Ryan movie?" Or at least a good porno. I hate that line. <laughs> I but, fucking hated or it. Or at least a good porno. Or even a good porno. Or whatever. Which begs the question, what kind of genre would you want your life to be? Like, what kind of movie? I thought you were going to ask me what kind of porno would I want to be in. <laughs> have you heard of Backdoor Sluts 5? Like, have, has that ever happened to you before? <laughs> it's not a real porno movie, but me and Jacob started saying that to each other when we were in, like, sixth grade or some shit. Like, okay. just... And whenever one of us is like, hey, did you ever see that thing? Or, like, we forget the name of something, we'll just be like, get- Backdoor Sluts 5. <laughs> so, that's... I bet you anything that that's actually a real <laughs> yeah, you think fucking so? thing. We'll do that movie next week. Okay, porno I would want to be in. <laughs> what was the real question? What genre of, like, would your life be? Horror. Yeah? Either horror or timber and stop motion. Oh, that'd be fucking dope. I'm not even going tell you what I wrote. What'd you put? <laughs> a kangaroo <Okay>. jack. <laughs> Like a kangaroo jack type of movie where like I go on an adventure like that I didn't know I was gonna go feel on. Good? Yeah, like oh that or like God. or like uh, requires no thinking. The movie. rundown, you know, with the rock. Like, the rundown is a good movie. It is like I, my wa- That's I wish a good movie. I wish so bad that my life I was just an adventurer that like found Actually, hidden treasures. Yeah, in, I'd, like, I'd be down. Yeah, but 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 you have to be fit. Billy. Like I can't hike. That's true. Like to save my life. That's fucking true. You're right. Okay, well, in that genre, I'm already fit, just for argument's sake. Okay, what else? Uh, what the last lines? one that I have is, uh, do you know what constellation that is? No, what is it? Uh, I, I don't know, know. That's, that's why, why I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I love his character, Dewey's so cute. Uh, that's all I have for favorite lines. Did you have any other uh, ones that okay, I... Okay, let me see. ...that I didn't get? Bubble butt boyfriend oh, belly. Oh, what? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> one, uh... Sid and Gail are talking, and then she punches Gail. Yeah. And then the next, uh, they get home, and um, Tatum's like talking to Sid, and she's like, "I'll send you a copy." Bam, bitch! What? 
Or let me do that again. I'll send you a copy. Bam, bitch. Went, oh my god, I can't say it. <laughs> I have Billy Butt boy. I read bam, I want to say Billy Butt boyfriend. <laughs> bam, bu- bu- boyfriend, <laughs> Billy bitch. <laughs> she goes, I'll send you a copy. Bam, bitch went down. I'll send you a copy. Bam, Sid, super bitch. Yeah. I love that part. <laughs> and then I have... You can only hear that Richard Gere gerbil story so many times before you start. You have to believe it when yeah. I'm talking about like her mom and how there's rumors that her mom was like a slut or whatever. Yeah, which I love that. Is Richard she saying Gere that? Yeah, that, that's like the. Story. I wonder if Richard Gere has ever heard that story about himself. It happened to him. He's the. You know what I mean. You don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it's true. Um, I already said he's paying the the Casey Casey lines. He's big and he plays football and he'll kick oh, the yeah. shit out of you. I love that line. <laughs> um, the mom, like, I told you, like, I watched this movie so many times, like, falling asleep and whatever that, like, it's just, like, engraved in my brain. But I, in my head, so clearly I can hear the mom going, like, Casey? Casey? Oh, yeah. yeah. Casey! Like, the way she screams it is so good. And she's like, Casey, baby? Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Oh, when he's like, The Exorcist was on. It got me thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect second movie to do, like, if, mm-hmm. if they talk about it the... All ex- ties in. Yeah. If you were the only suspect in a senseless bloodbath, would you be standing in the horror section? <laughs> and then he's like, there's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your yeah. girlfriend. Um, and then those girls that are talking to him in the horror section, yeah. like, oh, he, like, maybe uh, killed someone? So That's hot. fucking hot. God, he's just misunderstood. That'd so be me. That's <laughs> totally kind of guy I was into slash I didn't want to say it. kind of. It's like Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. But this is life. This isn't a movie. Sure it is, Sid. It's all one great big yeah. movie. You can't pick your genre. We all go a little mad sometimes. Anthony Perkins, Psycho. I like that he mm. quoted his... Yeah, and he's like, mmm, corn syrup. Same stuff they used for blood, pig's blood and carry. Like, I love all the ties. I wish he threw in a little Michael Scott after uh, <laughs> after the guy who said it. We he's all like, go a little mad sometimes. Anthony Perkins, psycho. Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like when they're about to, like, shoot Gail Weathers, but then... Stu realizes that Sid like slinked away or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he and what's his face? Billy's like, This is Gail Weathers signing off. Like that's such yeah. a badass way to yeah. like if he would have killed her, that would have been such a badass way to like kill now, her. Now, you know what? Now I wish she died, because that would that was a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Fuck. She almost died like seven times. Okay, so the next category I have uh, like nine people for. It's Doc Ellis' performance of of the movie. Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't know, the Doc Ellis performance is an award that we give to the person who just tried the most in this movie, who just like fucking went balls to the wall with their performance. So without further ado, the first uh, nominee that I have is the cheerleader in the bathroom ripping off a possible murder scenario that would make Gil Grissom proud. You remember Gil Grissom from CSI? You know how oh he would go all like, on these soliloquies about what he thought happened? No! Uh, Gil Grissom? God, <laughs> why did you get to remind me that that man existed? <laughs> so she's like, the her whole line is, think about it, her mother's death leaves her disturbed, hostile, in a cruel and inhumane world. She's... Her eyes get wide. She's delusional. 
where's God, etc. Completely suicidal, one day she snaps. She wants to kill herself, but she realizes that teen suicide is out this year, and flicks her hair out, and homicide is a much healthier therapeutic expression. She says it so well. like she, Yeah, she nails that whole entire little speech. And then her and her friend is just like, where do you even get that from? She's fucking naked out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. But he has a bubble of a boyfriend, bitch. Why would Sydney want Steve? Yeah. <laughs> she has her own bubble bu- boyfriend, Billy. Why do you make that voice so well? I don't know. Or good or whatever. Am I her? <laughs> Am I her? So she's the first, the first like? nominee. The second nominee that I have is Henry Winkler's just entire whatever he, what he does. <laughs> what he does with the principal role is just like. So first of all, those two kids wear a mask. He pulls out like these sheathing scissors that like were used in like the two fucking eighteen hundreds. Were brutally ripped to sheds. Like twenty pound scissors that are just fucking so sharp that he like takes to their necks and shit, and he's like, oh, "We should fucking hang you up from a tree or whatever the hell." Then they leave, and he, like, tries on the mask, and he's like, ugh, like, who would do that? And then he, like, turns to the door because someone knocks, so he takes the mask off, and then when he turns back to the the mirror, he, like, scares himself. And then he, like, goes into, like, fixing his hair, like, if he's, like, some super hot, like, like he's just, like... The Fonz? Yeah, exactly. He still thinks he's the Fonz in this movie. And then... And then, like, the scream that he does when he's getting stabbed, like, just... Oh, oh, he goes, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> Like too. he just touched like he's a like, hot pan or something. He's like Ooh, getting ah, stabbed ah. to death, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. like <laughs> everything he fucking like all the choices he made in his like little uh, I can minute and a half. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then actually, but that like shot of his eyeball after with like ghost face, yeah, the reflection that of, was pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty sick. But, but just everything I, yeah, leading up everything. to that, I was just like, this man is trying so fucking hard right now. And he's only in the movie for like 45 seconds. Yeah. Uh, the next one that I have is Matthew Lillard in every single role he's ever been in, but like mm-hmm. precisely this movie. I love him but so much. I, I don't know if he's allowed he's to win zaddy. it. I don't know if he's allowed to win it because he's like a main character, you know what I mean? So like, of course he's gonna go but all out. he should have just been like the fucking best friend he could have just yeah been you're the right background best friend but no he's like you love him more than you even love billy yeah that's true and billy's fucking hot yeah. in this movie but like so he has like the whole the whole the laugh that he does when when jamie asks him if like sit okay. oh, oh, no 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 not that far uh. when he's just like he's like jamie asks oh. him like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then he's just super serious no yeah. no i don't think <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> but also the like, Okay. Okay. <laughs> then who did it then? Whatever. Those ones. Uh the and every line that he said in this movie yeah, is so sick. The, we ask you a question. If you get it wrong, <laughs> yeah. Well actually holding a gun. I'm gonna steal that. I'm gonna bite that. I'm gonna put that in a movie where someone's holding a gun is just like Buka. That should be a rapper ad lib. You know how like rappers make gun noises? It's just him Buka. Yeah. And then the, uh, the, so, yeah, everything that he does, the whole when he's getting stabbed, just everything is perfect from him. Just the perfect amount of, like, a little over what he had to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatum's nipples in the garage scene when she opens the door. <laughs> that was That's stuck, Ellis. Just a little, yeah, just a little too much. They were trying a little too hard in that scene. No, they were <laughs> perfectly natural. 
And then, I, and then I just wrote, fucking everyone in this goddamn movie should just get the Doc Ellis Award because this, this whole movie was just uh-huh. like... Well, you're missing one. Who? Specifically. Who? Kenny. Who? Are oh, there any the... more donuts in the van? <laughs> yeah. He's, she's like, Jesus, get the camera. And then when he like gets his like throat slit and he's like, oh, the door. Or, and then dies, like has like enough wherewithal. Uh-huh. Also, he eats like 15 different types of chips in the... <laughs> If you every time they cut to the van, he's he has different chips. Yeah, yeah, like he had Tostitos, and then he's he kind of reminds whole, like, me of the um of the little chubby Dalmatian in 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Rolly like, or whatever. I'm hungry, mother. I'm hungry because he's like, are there any more donuts in the van? And then he's yeah. like, always eating chips. And always, why is he like doing this with the chip, like playing with it? <laughs> like remember when he's like looking at it and he's like fucking making yeah. it fly around like it's an airplane? liked him so every I we're think, on 30 second delay i love that <laughs> way he says that every everyone in this movie i think should win it but if yeah. you give if you ask me for my personal i think it has to be either the cheerleader or the principal for like legit doc ellis yeah who, who did you have as the winner did you have any other nominees that i didn't I, say no i put i mean also we didn't mention drew barrymore she killed that whole that's true scene. i didn't even fucking fucking spot on and doc ellis the mom saying casey casey <laughs> baby just that's so so that's, good do you want to just give it to everyone we could just give it to everyone how about it's our uh, fucking steve show we make gurgling. <laughs> steve Gr- oh the boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> like no one could <laughs> like he can <laughs> fuck off <laughs> no one can I, what i can <laughs> 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 I put um Kenneth, the principal, and Stu. I I think Stu should get it because he's he kills the whole okay. fucking movie. Okay, I agree, but it's like it's like the like in the NBA they have most improved and MVP. So like if you're the MVP of the league, you're the best players, which means you should be like the most improved player because like you're the best one. Mm-hmm. I think he should just win MVP and not most approved. Like you can't give need, one we guy don't to have awards. MVP. You okay, can't well just we're make... making one. We'll name it the Matthew Lillard keep... Award. We're... By the end of this podcast, we're gonna have like seventy <laughs> fucking categories. The Matthew Lillard Award goes to Matthew Lillard, right? No, <laughs> he's Doc Ellis. Okay, I agree. Can we talk about who actually kills everyone? Oh, did you have like notes written down on that? Because well, I didn't even think of that. Actually, I don't think I actually wrote it down. But who Billy... dies? Billy kills Tatum. Because Stu's in the yeah. party with everyone. Also, do you think he'd have the heart to kill Tatum? Like, he still kind of likes her, right? Well, he had to play host and, like, yeah. you know. So he obviously didn't kill Tatum. Right. It's obviously Billy because he's in the party watching Halloween the whole entire time with everyone. What about the principal? Uh, I don't know who killed the principal, actually. It has to be Billy because Stu's at the Getting house. ready for the party. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then we don't know who killed Casey. But it's most likely Stu killed anyone. Stu, Stu most likely killed Casey because they give you his motive right, right. Like, oh, didn't you used to date Casey? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even catch mm-hmm. that. Also, fucking, um, isn't it like around the same time that, uh, what's his name? Billy is like getting flashed by, by Sid. No, I think that, that murder's happening. I think Billy. And Stu were both at Casey's murdering Casey and Steve. Yeah, probably because her boyfriend's like a jock. So probably Billy was the one that was like on the phone with Casey, and Steve was the one that killed. Or Stu was the one that killed Steve while he's tied up, and then 
Stu's the one that chases her when she runs out and kills her. So they're both at the house. Okay, he that makes sense. He goes over to Sydney's after to have an alibi. Stu goes over to Tatum's after to have an alibi. Right. Um. Yeah, because the one v one, I don't think either of them could win against that like football player. That football so I need, player. Yeah. Need to take both. It of had them. to be both of them. And then the principal, most likely Billy, because Stu's with the party. Tatum for sure is Billy. Who's Tatum or Stu is stabs Jamie and Dewey and kills Kenneth because Billy's upstairs supposedly dead yeah. with all the corn syrup on top of him. Oh, okay. So what is their ultimate body count? Together? Yeah. No, each. I guess together too. Is it three and three? Stu probably killed Casey and Steve. So that's okay. two for him. Okay. Billy killed the principal. That's one. Billy kills Tatum. Tatum. That's two for him. Two and two. Stu stabs Dewey but doesn't kill him. Stabs Jamie but doesn't kill him. Kills Kenneth. So now that's three. And Billy. Is there someone we're forgetting? I don't think so. So Stu kills more people than. Stu kills three people. Billy kills two. Oh, the principal. Did we say the principal? Yeah, yeah I said the principal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Stu technically kills more people than Billy. Dang, that's crazy. But that's because like Stu's the henchman. Billy's like the mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. That's that makes sense. Okay, so the next the category, this is the mystery category that I have that we can make a category or not. Okay. It might not go over well with a certain demographic, but it's the title of it is uh white people shit. So I kinda <laughs> wanna make a category. White people? Yeah, white people spelled W Y I P O P O. So there's a couple parts in this movie where it's like horror movie stuff and also white people shit. Where like that w- it would happen, and every time it happens in a movie, I feel like we should call it out. Number one being randomly talking to someone who just calls you out of nowhere on the blue. Is that more of a '90s thing or like a white people thing? Like, like carrying a conversation on with some. Yeah, someone, if someone just called you and was like, "Hey, you like scary movies?" I'd be like, "Shut the I fuck up." I think that's up. a '90s thing. Yeah. Okay. So we'll give that to the '90s. We should call it like white then people get... shit or '90 people shit. Like that'll be the, okay, the name I of the category. I think it's '90s. Okay. What about calling the bluff of the scary voice that just said he was on your porch? What do you think that is? Oh, like. I'm calling your bluff. Yeah, and then she opens. She I'm fucking here. opens the door like the guy says. What am says, I doing? I'm on- what am I doing? Yeah, what is that? White people shit or is that '90s people shit? That's white people shit. Okay, that's what I thought too. Like I'm on your porch. I'd be like fucking locking every door, hanging up the phone, turning on all the lights, telling the killer to fuck off to his face, and then trying to get out of the doggy door of the garage. I think that's badass bitch shit. Yes. Yeah, she's like, fuck you. She's trying to defend herself, throwing glass at no, him. No, 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 not that. But like when she still thinks that it's one of the, like, when she still thinks that it's Stu or whatever. What does she tell him? When she's talking to the, the murderer and is like, oh, no, I want to be in the sequel. Like, not but taking she it seriously. she doesn't know it's a killer. I know, but you should always err on the side of caution is what I'm saying. But you like, should if- always assume everyone in a costume is a killer. Yes, if it's the costume that the killer is wearing and he has a knife on him, then yes, automatically assume that it's the killer. But I just feel like the way that he was standing in the garage with her wasn't menacing or, like, threatening. He's just (coughs) standing looking at her, so she's like, you need to take that off before she gets mad at you. I think that's some white people shit. I think if I was in the garage and I saw someone, I would assume they're the killer first, and then if it's a friend, then you shouldn't have dressed up like that. I think it's like some white people shit to be like, oh no, you're the killer, right? You know what I mean? 
Even if you're at a party with a bunch of your friends, you guys have all been drinking. Yes, I would attack first, ask questions later. I would apologize afterwards. How would you attack? If I saw a guy dressed in the costume of the killer that is going around town, I don't know. I would just fucking start swinging. And then if it's Jacob, then sorry, dude. You shouldn't. <laughs> that's a bad joke. Okay. And then and then okay. and then she like tries to get out of the doggy door instead of just opening the garage. Because he. Oh, I guess she could have done that. Yeah, but I don't think that's like white people shit. I think that's just like mm-hmm. scary movie shit. Okay, the uh, next one that I have is uh, driving drunk to the scene of a crime so you can see your principal disemboweled <laughs> when you know there's going to be cops there. And you're all drunk and you're driving two cops to go see a dead body. That's dumbass white that's white boy people shit. shit. Okay, yeah, that's white boy shit. Okay. And then the last one that I have is stabbing each other to make your murders look more believable. We we prefer the term psychotic. <laughs> All right. Favorite death scenes. What you got written down for that? Favorite death scenes. Okay. Top would have to be Tatum's because it's the most intense. She gets her head crushed by the garage. Yeah. The wall. Yeah. I think that's just... And it's, like, slow, too, so you yeah. can see your own death coming mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, that's And she's, up. like, in fear because she knows she's about to be stabbed from the back. Um, third one is... Or it's third. Uh, second would be Drew Barrymore's. Right. Because it's so fucking iconic. Yeah. And then third would be... Actually, no, I'll say two. Okay, favorite, Tatum's, because it's the worst. Yeah. Second favorite is Drew's. And then third favorite is Billy's because... He gets stabbed by Stu. That was an actual death that they recorded. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) He gets stabbed by Stu. He gets fucking umbrella stabbed in the sternum by uh, Sidney. He gets shot by Gail. And then he gets shot in the head by Sidney. Yeah. He go he goes through it the most. Yeah, he oh, gets another it. top actually is um, Stu's death when the TV gets dropped on his head. Yeah, that's a good it's one too, really and he gets good. electrocuted. And it's like, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is on the screen because yeah. we're still watching Halloween. Uh, the principal doesn't make it up there for you. Why does he act like? Ow, ow, ow! You don't say ow, ow, ow when you fucking got stabbed in the heart. <laughs> Wes Craven was like, okay. You're getting stabbed. You're feeling pain. Go. You say ow, ow, ow when you take the fucking pie out of the, like, the stove and you're putting, yeah, rushing it to the table. You put a noodles in the microwave and you yeah. grabbed it right after it beeped and uh, you're like, oh. Now when you're fucking dying. I hope when I die I have the wherewithal to be like, ow, ow, ow. I'm going to be on my deathbed and you're going to be next to me and I'm going to be holding your hand yeah, and, like, that I'm gonna last. I'm going to be stabbing you to death and I'm <laughs> No, I was going to say that, like. <laughs> I'm dying of like old age or some shit, and like my with my last breath, I'm just like, ah. and then I die. And... and then in the reflection of your eyeball is Ghostface. Oh. I'm wearing the Ghostface costume. Please, <laughs> on my tombstone, can you just put ow 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 ow? On your tombstone, I'm gonna put you fucking hit me with the phone, <laughs> dick. Parentheses, bubble butt boyfriend Billy. Oh. <laughs> I do it in your Pennywise voice. <laughs> I'm not. Bubba bu- boyfriend Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know how we wanted to make the intro to this podcast like a bunch of quotes? Uh-huh. I'm including that, that in one. there when we have oh like the production god. value to like. The ow, 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 and blah, 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 yeah. boyfriend. Okay, next. 
uh, front page Google. You Googled some okay. fun facts for the this podcast that we do. Fun facts. At the beginning, um, when Casey's parents come home to find something is wrong, aka popcorn is on fire, glass doors <laughs> shattered, the entire house is in everything shreds. is mess. Um, the dad tells the mom, "Go to the Mackenzies." Get in the car. Go to the Mackenzie's. Which is the same thing that Laurie, Jamie Lee Curtis's character in Halloween, tells Lindsay and Tommy to do. God, I love this movie. Fucking references, bro. References. Caller ID use increased threefold after this movie. Oh, shit. Nice. You got to love it when your scary movie, like, fucks with people so bad that it changes just society. Horror film rules as stated in the movie. One, you will not survive if you have sex. Two, you will not survive if you drink or do drugs. Three, you will not survive if you say, I'll be right back. Four, everyone is a suspect. Two additional rules come from the killer. Five, you will not survive if you ask who's there. Don't you watch scary movies? Six, you will not survive if you go out, you go out to investigate a strange noise. Oh, I have... One, two, three, and five on lock. Like, I'm good on all three of those. <laughs> you don't have sex, so you don't drink don't or do drink, drugs. And don't do drugs. You, no, you never say, I'll, never be right say I'll be right back. Because I never go anywhere. And I'll never say who's there. I just immediately. <laughs> who's there? <laughs> I want to say that now. While walking out in a nighty or something. With one of those candles on a stick, and then I have like <laughs> what, the, a, a I, shivering skinny dog. I, you're I in have, the fucking. I have those like hats with the little ball at the end of it. Oh. <laughs> and I'm fucking Scrooge all of a sudden. McDuck. Who's there? <laughs> Fuck off. That's like not even close to the same like <laughs> time period of this movie. Um, Stu ad libbed, uh, Houston, we have a problem. When the gun's gone. Dewey uh, is specified as being 25 years old, approximately seven years older than most of the other lead characters uh-huh. who are in high school. But um, David Arquette is actually like roughly the same age and slightly younger than the guy that played Billy, the guy that played Stu, and the guy that played Jamie. Oh, um, back to a little throwback to our first ep. Linda Blair is in this movie. She the, is? The chick that plays... Um, Reagan in yeah. Exorcist. She's one of the reporters. She's the one that's like, we have a right to know. The people want to know. Uh, <laughs> we can only do movies that have something to do with the last movie that we did. Um, <laughs> it has to tie in somehow. Yeah. So how we like, get from here to seven Kangaroo Jack? Layers of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. There's a scene where Tatum says that it, it's like a Wes Carpenter film. I forgot the exact line that she says, but. That's a reference to Wes Craven, who directed the movie, and John Carpenter, who directed Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the boyfriend in Psycho was named Samuel Loomis. Samuel Loomis was the doctor in Halloween. In this movie, the teens are watching Halloween. Mm-hmm. In Halloween H2O, 20 years later, the teens are watching Scream 2. This makes the nice. film self-acknowledging, showing that in the Halloween franchise, movies were made based off of the murders, and in the Scream franchise, there's the stab films. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like that. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix turned down the role of Billy. 
Oh, that would have been good, but I think he would have like tried too hard. Like I don't think he he's he would like been too um, method actor. Yeah, he like is too serious of an actor. Like that would have been a good movie if everyone was on that level. Mm-hmm. But this is too much of a campy film, I think, for him to succeed. Um, in the beginning, when Billy climbs through Sydney's window, mm-hmm. uh, he and startles her. It's kind of like a nod to Johnny Depp doing that to uh, the character Nancy in A Nightmare on Elm Street. I've never seen that movie. You've never seen a nightmare on them. Oh my God. I've seen Freddy versus Jason. Does that count? No. <laughs> God. How would you fit into the story slash would we want to? I'd want to be a surviving character. I put, yeah, this is the only, I think this is going to be one of the only movies where I say yes to. Okay. This is going to sound stupid and I know it's like not actually true, but every year that I was in Santa Barbara, I like low key wish that there was a killer on the loose. Like there's just something about fall, like when fall starts and like it's like October ish, November ish, mm-hmm. where like it'd be, it'd be like a little bit cool if like there was a killer like killing people in your town. I kind of like think that every single time that I drive down a street in fall that has a bunch of trees and they're yeah. all like, I'm like, I wish I lived on the street. I wish I was related to Michael Myers. <laughs> And I wish he was out to get me and, and go through some shit. But I never actually die. I would, yeah, I wouldn't want to be like in the main situation because then I'd have like a chance of dying. But like, like in Santa Barbara, the way it was like laid out was like the campus, and then there was like a bunch of apartments, so like kids, like a bunch of streets and stuff. Okay. And and it was like there was no lights there, like just no fucking at nighttime you can't see a thing. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, it'd be kind of like, like pretty. This is a good. Like a location. Good, yeah, there's like the the beach and there's like a track on the beach where like all these like college kids are like exercising, but there's no lights at night and people are running at night and stuff. I was like, it'd be kind of like easy to kill people here. And but yeah, I was every all four years. I was like, fuck, I wish there was like a kind of a killer because then it'd be like creepy to like come home from school after like your 1030 class and you're like, you whatever. Did you hear Becky from Homer? Like that, that would be like the. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Becky from Homer was found hanging from her car so like 99.9 percent of me like obviously don't want serial killers to be a thing but then okay. like it'd also be a little bit cool if like you know there was a serial killer okay. in your hometown. i also think that i would probably be like a potential victim that they ask questions to on the phone but i just happen to get every single question right because like we watch movies and they're, like, Fuck. and they're just like okay i guess we'll call someone else like that was fucking lame um and then I'd call them back to get more trivia questions because I'm a slut for trivia questions. Like, I'd be like, yeah, you guys have any more? Uh, that was kind of fun. Like, can we do, like, a round two? And then I wanted to ask you, who would you be in the slasher flick? In, in a slasher flick? Who, what, like, character do you think you would be? Like, killer, victim. Yeah, like, out of doctor, all the archetypes. Cop, whatever. Yeah. Like, say this is, like, a we're going camping f- movie. What character in that camping movie do you think you would be? And what character do you think I would be? You'd be the one that dies first. That's exactly what I said. I'd be the one that doesn't have the cup, like the the significant other, because there's always like two couples. There's like the main character couple. You're the one that we get to the cabin and like the two couples, like Split partner off, to, off fuck. to go fuck in their rooms, and you're like, I'm gonna go collect leaves outside, <laughs> and you go skipping outside to like look at the leaves, and then you get killed. That's not. I said I said that exact same thing that like the main couple goes to fuck the like couple that fucks and ki- dies goes to fuck, and I'm in the kitchen making up some like dope ass snack or whatever and that's when i die like i'm high and i'm eating whipped cream and i would get the whipped cream bottle shoved into like the back of my head or you're like the, into my you're throat the comic relief yeah death. 
I would want to be the one that like, oh, the only way you can make it is if I distract the killer. Like, go now and I die because like I let. You want to be Jim Halper in the quiet movie? The yeah, quiet play? basically. Uh, who do you think you would be though? I'd be the chick that survives. I think so too. I think you'd be the chick that survived. Thank you for immediately saying that I would die, dick. We're in our top 100 villains slash survivors slash badasses or whatever. For top 100 villains, obviously Ghostface Killer, but I split it up into Stu and Billy. Which one do you think is like the better Ghostface Killer? No, they have to be a A joint effort? Mm -hmm. Above, are we putting them above? Because right now our list is only obviously Reagan slash Exorcist face. Are we judging it by like... Whatever you want. Who's like the most gnarly? Whatever you want. I think it's just like our favorites. Cause they're my, f- they're my favorite more than. Than the than Reagan, but Reagan's more powerful. And you can't just deny like on a cultural impact what fucking the Exorcist had. Yeah. So how do you do? How do you want to do it? Let's put him right under Reagan. Okay. Also, disclaimer: This is our fucking podcast, so we could switch it up whenever we want. Okay. Like we're putting these ones under Reagan, but then we could put Lord Farquaad above. Just whatever. So I'm gonna say though that Stu. Is my is the better one for me? They're a joint effort, but Stu puts it over the top for me. Yeah, Billy's too like, oh my, yeah. My mom went away, and then I just Stu's just hilarious. Okay, so for top hundred survivors slash badasses, it's Sid. She's the survivor. Mm-hmm. Did you want to put anybody else? Because there's multiple Jamie. survivors. Yeah. Yeah. You want to put him on the top one hundred list? Yeah, because he's like. Uh, yeah he has to be yeah okay so are you putting jamie above or below damien okay is this the badass list or the survivor list it's the badass list right badass survivor it's both it's no it's like badass slash survivors because damien didn't survive it's just like a amalgamation of like the coolest protagonists in the movie then it has to be has to just be sydney then because like jamie's a survivor but he's not like a yeah that's why i asked i was like so so are you putting sydney over damien Hmm, the feminist in me wants to. I think, I think, uh, I think yes. Okay, let's put her over. Because you get extra points for surviving. Like, this is a top 100 survivor slash badasses, mm-hmm. but. And she kind of calls out the killer from the very beginning. Yeah. Okay, let's put her top. That's true. But, I mean, also you got to take into account, like, he's fighting demons. You know, she's fighting a high school boy. So, like, the level of difficulty is a little bit higher for Have him. you met a high school boy? Mm, nice. What does he say? Ka- Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-chigga. Ka-chigga. Buka. That's Buka. what it is, right? Shots fired. Uh, I didn't have any spinoffs. Did you have any spinoffs? No, because there's already like a million sequels to this movie. <laughs> That's that, like, true. Take I didn't even think about spin-offs. that. Okay. I was going to say like it'd be kind of cool to see like the first murder that happened, but whatever. Um. Oh, the, oh like the they mom? should do a prequel. Yeah. Like a how, with how it happened Mary? with the mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'd be kind of cool. But everything else, I, I don't know. This movie gave me exactly what I wanted. Like it didn't leave me like an innocent man on death row. You know what this could do for my book sales? I mean, I think that's it. That's all of our categories. All right. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I think this was a fun episode to record. It was funny. I had a perfect... Oh, I remember. All right, so did you have anything else to say? What? Nothing. 
Why are you laughing? Because you're like, I think this was a fun episode. <laughs> also, I thought this was going to be it trash. Was funny, right? <laughs> right? And if you agree with me that this was a funny episode, let us know by giving us that five-star review on whatever podcast thing you listen to us on. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at... The Creepy Spot. Uh, yeah. See you guys later. This is Gail Weathers signing off. <laughs> Kaplow. Kachow. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Bubba Bop Boyfriend Belly. You hit me with the phone, dick! <laughs>